correct. And definitely there are types of the car that I bought that have seatbelts. It was fuck. It was very important. That <laughs> very Nona important. Found we did we get one. that one though? We did, yes. Oh. If there was the option, we got the one with seatbelts. <laughs> Nona is a soccer mom. She got upsold, huh? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> got orange slices for everyone. You know what? Over- Sit down, buckle up, and eat your orange slice. Kids, we're going heisting. <laughs> Can always trust Crazy Frank to throw in seed pouts. <laughs> I forgot that's what we named him. I love yeah. it. Yeah, uh, he was just giving them away. Mm-hmm. The ATV. It's crazy. It's not a sustainable business model, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Your family has talked to you about this before. <laughs> I have no family. I'm crazy. <laughs> His wife is in the background weeping. <laughs> anyway. And welcome back to the Seventh Star to the Right podcast. This is session twenty-three. How's everyone doing today? Great, so oh, good. great. It's October, good. man. It's fall. It is October. It it's, is. That's it, what my shirt says. Yeah. It, I mean, it doesn't actually <laughs> say that. It just has pumpkins on it. Does it does actually but say you that. They're pumpkin You can't spice. actually see it. It turns out black writing on dark green does not turn out well, but anything else combined with pumpkin orange does not look good. And so, honestly, I went for style over substance on this one. Is That's it, completely fair. Is it the uh, pumpkin spice girls with yeah. the cheetah? And the orange. Oh, and my the God. Blue. Oh, That's I didn't even so realize that. I got it. I was feeling, yeah. That's awesome. Nice. This oh. is, of course, an audio podcast. <laughs> I tried my shirt enough. People know what it looks like now. They're there. We've painted a word Take picture. Take a word picture. So what do you guys remember from last session? Killed a bear workshop. <laughs> Killed four bears workshop. Damn it. That would have been a great <laughs> But the episode's already out. Yeah, it's a gunfight at the beat. E-A-R Corral. <laughs> <laughs> Which I also like. But, That's pretty good. I like that one. Um, so yeah, you, you guys stormed the castle and, and got Claire back. Well, we stormed a small apartment. Yeah. Not even anywhere near the castle. And then we sent NPCs off to set the castle on fire. <laughs> and it sounds like that went pretty well. Oh, um, I, do we know? No. We haven't actually no. like circled we back around. We, they might have messed it up. I guess maybe we didn't get if back If they in mess touch. up burning down Cyril's house, I'm going to be very upset with them. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> we gave you one job. <laughs> one job. Well, the, two jobs. They got to rescue Roscoe and then set it on no, fire. No, no, no. That's that's the, the chemist's mission. <laughs> My only mission is for them to set things the, the on fire. The chemist is providing you a place of safe haven after you save I'm Roscoe. She also saying. provided us Molotov cocktails. <laughs> I'm sure Lynn will understand. <laughs> it's on the list. I get it. I'm just saying different people have different goals. But that's, that's completely fair. So... Uh, what other things happened do you guys remember from last episode? That was the end of it, but there were a ton of things that happened before. Alex was bad at shooting also. That happened during that the happened. I know. Yeah. I just I I think you eventually hit um Once. and killed yeah. Uh, yeah. a bear. It's you true. know. Which is probably like <laughs> the worst outcome cool. yeah. for you. Like, hooray, I've killed uh, someone. <laughs> we also tracked down the chemist last time. Yeah, that's the other big Oh, shit. yeah, that was really funny because I thought we were going and like, here we go to the port. And then all of a sudden we were there instead. Knock, knock. Yeah, turned out a lot easier. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, like uh, she was right where you guys thought she would be. Um, that the information was a little old. So Cyril was worried that she would have already hopped onto some ship somewhere and then wow. 
fucked off, but I'm just realizing that's that's really funny because if he had just taken that information and run with it and left us out of it, well, there it would no, have been great for him. There yeah. were no bears nearby to do it for us. That's, for that's true, but we <laughs> not <also> anymore. <laughs> were leaving from the same location, I think. Yeah, we were all outside Zero's house yeah. when we started. Zero's Ooh. house. <laughs> um, trying to remember, you got Claire back. Claire was able to use Farthought, which is a she thing was. that she has not been able to do before. Effectively, she can now commune with people who uh, she has had a telepathic connection with before over um, some distance. Like, d- some distance, yeah, that's the word. We need to start offering <clears throat> more positive reinforcement on these milestones, or she's just never going to want to grow and achieve more. Yeah, we should bake her a cake. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, we should know. bake her a cake. Add Claire that is, to the list. Claire is leveling up faster than I am. Like, <laughs> I, I, I have yeah, been so stuff. mechanically speaking, I've been trying to level her up along with you guys. So she is also currently around level four, or what a level four PC would be able to do. And she's just really going in on only telepathy, potentially so. some. What Psychic about, armor would be great. What about those gun skills I was teaching her? I guess she didn't. <laughs> oh, she, she, practice. Yeah, she's she's gotten a little bit better at shooting as well. I, I can share her. Um, no, I wasn't really giving you a hard time. Revolver, <laughs> Revolver Ocelot. <laughs> where was that? What is he from? Ro- that's uh, that's a lot. Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear. Fantastic. What a wonderful name. This is an audio medium. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, you guys, yeah, that's effectively what happened. You ran into the chemist. The chemist was like, hey, I got a place where we can go if you can also get my hubby who has been captured by Cyril. So Isis and Zuri went to pick up him and then also light it on fire because easier to get away if things are on fire, right? This is what I figured, yes. Also... The hubris of Bear Man. He flew too close to the sun. <laughs> he did. He put too much wood in a hole where there was no other wood around to be worried about. It's basically painting a target on your back. I'm surprised nobody's done it before, really. <laughs> and then uh, you guys went off and found Claire and pretty systematically and quickly were able to get her out of there and clear out the apartment. I think it was the, over the course of about three rounds. Yep. Only one of which the, the bears, uh, two of which mm-hmm. the bears were even able to act and one of which they were able to even act um, without the disadvantage from the flashbangs. Yeah. And so based off of rounds being about six seconds, like that whole thing took about less than 20 seconds. It was surprisingly like well out. coordinated given that yeah. we did not really make a plan ahead of time. Just kind of, you know, whack, whack, bang, bang, bang. I think we're, we're we're starting to get into the flow of the fighting, which is you just throw Micah at stuff and then other people do things around her. Well, I was also going to say, I think it also goes to show you guys are starting to work a little bit more as a team rather than several individuals. But, you know, anyway. Some of us are. <laughs> Shifty eyes. Yes. Um, also, we've learned that flashbangs are real cool. And we still, I believe, still have two of them because I think we paid for four and we only threw two. That is correct. Yeah. So um, we we can get right back into it. So you guys effectively just in about the span of 20 seconds went in, a lot of gunfire came out 
And I believe Micah and Nona picked up a couple of submachine guns as well. Nona found a lighter and started lighting just various objects on fire, hoping to send a message. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to let you know these are coordinated. It's like the wet bandits from um, Home Alone. Yeah. Except the opposite of that, and that it is with fire. And Claire got her backpack, right? Claire, Claire did, did get, get her, her backpack. backpack. Mm-hmm. She was rummaging through it near the end of the combat. I'm keeping my lighter. I'm writing this down. Okay. You have a lighter now. I don't think that counts as an encumbrance. You can probably just have a lighter on you. Thank you. you. <laughs> I, I am nothing but a benevolent DM. Nothing but, Jeff. <laughs> nothing but. Nothing but. So you guys just uh, effectively executed this very quick in and out, and you are back on the um, the ATV, the, the four-wheeler that we now have said has seat belts and also a rollover cover in case you roll over for safety reasons. Safety mm. first. Safety is very safety. important. And I assume you guys just all you all hop in and Nona gets uh, behind the, the wheel and you mm-hmm. start moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm assuming we have a predestined meetup spot. Yes. You guys were going back. Going there. You guys were all going to meet back up at the port. So obviously Isis and Zuri had a um, the the storm, the castle lighted on fire uh, job. But then also Freya, Kynon and Lynn. Mm-hmm. We're all still back at the port looking for a safe passage out right. of Breeze. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you guys were doing all of these things at the same time, and you're going to meet back at the port, from cool. what I remember. We're going there. Cool. Anything happen in the interim? Talking to Claire, talking amongst yourselves, or it just... As we're, as we're booking it out of that neighborhood, I am going to keep an eye out, because obviously we made a bit of noise for anyone who is looking at us a little too close or seems like they might be an issue tipping off anybody. Could you do a a quick wisdom nose check for me, please? Sure, I can. Five. So there were definitely people that were poking their head out. Gunfire on a street is, you know, something to draw attention to. Um, You see a couple of people. You were in Ursum Town. You were on... Bear Street. Bear Street. Bear Street. Of course. You I were. forgot about Bear Street. Right Between off of Bear, Bear Avenue Bear and Bear Boulevard. Bear Boulevard, yep. That one gets points for alliteration. <laughs> so you saw a lot of Ursum around poking their head and just seeing what was up. You didn't see anyone with the, the sharp claws emblem at all or um, someone like really eyeballing you and then saying like going to their phone or something. So you were seeing... You're not entirely sure whether or not this is information that would be quickly given back to to Cyril, though. Also, I'm betting Cyril has larger problems now if things went according to plan. (laughs) Well, you don't know unless you were to perhaps call Zuri or Isis. I'm driving. (laughs) That's You know, that's fair. Uh, You don't talk on cell phones while driving, Jeff. There's laws against that. But you all have cell phones now. So it's true. We, we have Leave figured that out. Um, you, you guys are on your way. Uh, Micah did a quick look around, didn't see very much. Um, can I get a wisdom nose from you, uh, Alex? Were you going to call me? Checkers? Checkers. Your dog checks. I'll take 3d6 and drop the lowest. Wisdom notice. Yep. 11. Nice. Okay, so you, you're you're quite um, perceptive. You, your eyes weren't necessarily going yeah. out and about. You're just mainly looking over at the, the various people that you have within your car. And obviously, you haven't 
you you lost Claire and now she's back again. So you were just making sure she's okay. You do notice that um, there appears to be a wound of hers in her shoulder. Nothing like grievous, not nothing to like worry about, but she's very clearly uh, was hurt in the, the firefight of, yeah. by something. I think it probably takes Alex a little bit to see like a lot of it is we're in the car, we get moving. He's like looking outside, looking outside and then eventually like goes back. Um, we'll like, you know, like grab Claire's hands and like in like both hands and like, Claire, I'm so, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't. And we'll notice that thing and we'll immediately burn some effort to heal that. Okay. Um, how much do I heal? We love our space child. We do. In our dysfunctional three parenting way. <laughs> we do our best. <laughs> For 10 hit points? Oh, yeah. yeah. She's she's mm. perfectly Ooh, fine. How many hit points like, does Claire have to start picture with? Picture of health. I think. If like, you know off the top of your head. I think like, like 12-ish or something like okay, that. Okay, so we did real. Oh, yeah. 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 She is, she's perfectly fine. The wound has been perfectly healed. Like, are, are, you, are you okay? Is there any anything oh, else? Is yeah, there yeah, yeah. Okay. I... I when I was in the bathroom, there were some uh, shots that came through, and I got cut up by some uh, a mirror that cut. It, it's fine. I'm okay. I'm I'm sorry. Are you all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Roll for uh, bluff. I like I like <laughs> pat the top of her hand and my other hand just like repeat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, thank God you're fine. Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh. uh wh- wh- where are we Where are we headed? Uh. Back. To We're going to the port where we will leave from there to go elsewhere. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. What we, about the Phoenix? Well, we found a place to to lay low for now, and best plan we've got is we're gonna come back for the Phoenix. Hopefully, it's still there when we come back for it. The okay. good news is that your dog is robotic, and so will not starve to death. Yeah, I obviously the starship would be nice, but I I, I would like Argos back if possible. Okay, of course. Let's let me know if I can I can do anything. I I'm I feel pretty good about everything, despite being you know uh, corralled by some very large or some men. Alex just kind <laughs> of like he has like he has not let go let go let go of Claire's hand and just like a little like there's a little bit of a squeeze that comes through with that, um, and then it just kind of relaxes there. Yeah, she, I'm gonna. She gives a quick squeeze back. I'm gonna Aww. clap her on the shoulder and say, "Yeah, that's right. You're." You're tough like that. You got that. Love it. So are you guys just going to go right to the port? You're not even gonna I mean, I'm going to recommend somebody call. If right. I, I'm not calling because I'm driving, but I would I would request, would someone please call the other team and check Oh, in? yeah. Shit. Yeah, I can definitely do that. Um, I will give a call to Zuri. Alex is keeping an eye on the road to see if there's anything that's, that's weird. Like okay. cars following or... Yep. Uh, just... Um, yeah. Uh, so remember, you guys are pretty deep in the tunnels, so yeah. there isn't anything like the only vehicles you really see around are, are scooters and bicycles and things of smaller uh, nature rather than like goddamn trucks or, or stuff like that. Is it weird that we're here in like a motorized vehicle? Like, do we particularly stick out because there's not much else or... Not not entirely, no. Okay. It, there, there's plenty of other motorized vehicles sort of around. Um, you occasionally need to like stop and slow down. And it, it's not so much a street as it is just a pathway that both vehicles and pedestrians go down. So sometimes it's a little slow going and you have to like 
probably honk your horn every once in a while to get people to clear out of the way. Um, think of like some like city streets in like, I, sure. I don't know, like India or, or something like that, where there's just a constant bustle going across everywhere and scooters flying by every which way. In that case, I am in drive casually mode in the sense of like every single law that exists about driving, I am following it to a T. We go exactly the speed limit. We stop for pedestrians. What an asshole. <laughs> yep. The worst oh, driver. 100%. There's a huge lineup behind, behind me. Behind like honking, yeah. People will drive around me because this is apparently Space Boston. <laughs> but anyway. No, no, there's nowhere in there. You can just go. You can just pass through. The- <laughs> I see a duck. <laughs> Micah was calling Zuri, and Zuri immediately picks up, and they say, uh, hey, uh, how'd uh, things go on your end? Well, smooth sailing. We got Claire back. Uh, yeah, cleared the place out. We're headed to the port. How's it look for you? We uh, we got Roscoe, and let's just say um, Cyril's going to have something to worry about in a couple of minutes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, we will we'll see you there. I I haven't heard from Freya yet, but I know he she has knows a little someone. campfire for his picnic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on, are, are you three not all together? No, no, no. We're making our way to the the port right now. Freya okay. and Kainan were still at the port trying to find. Oh yeah, us. of course. All right, we'll, we'll we'll see you there in like. 15. All right. Sounds good. See you there. 15 minutes. <sighs> Do you have a problem with that, Nona? It's just going to be such a long drive because then we're going to... I'm just picturing us doing that thing, like, whatever the driving version of the awkward elevator waiting thing is, like in the action movie where everybody gets into the elevator and then you patiently wait for it to travel 20 stories while it plays the nice little elevator music, and then you get out and you go running again. That's that's what I'm expecting is happening roughly right now. Yeah, so you, you guys have some time before you get through, and obviously there are some feelings Inc- that maybe incredibly important exist question. between these four people. Yeah. Does this vehicle have a radio? <laughs> it's um, on the ground. I, I'm not yet. underground radio. No, no, I'm not. I'm gonna say no because oh, it's also God. an open air thing. That's completely fair. I was gonna play smooth jazz, <laughs> WNBA ninety five point nine. Today's sponsor. <laughs> you can pop in like an earbud and just listen to smooth. <laughs> no, jazz. no, no, no. The important part is playing it out loud for the rest of the people in <laughs> the see. car. So never mind. That's- Shutting down hearing. <laughs> playing smooth jazz. <laughs> So you guys make your way unless there's any more conversations that you want to have just between the four of you guys. Nope. Alex ain't going to uh, do it. He's going to just look out that window. God, we're, we're such an <laughs> Irish family. You just take all your feelings, you bury them inside your chest, and then one day you die. Eventually Don't worry. That, die. That's what Claire's for, so she can read your mind so you have to can't speak read your feelings. Me. I could be a flurry of emotion right now. Yo, I'm not, course. but I could be. <laughs> you could be. Theoretically. Just hiding it very well. Oh, German emotion suppression is the greatest in the world. <laughs> <laughs> just like German engineering. That's it. So, yeah, you guys make your way, um, obviously, with Alex and Micah keeping a watch out for anyone particularly following you guys or, or watching. Um, you, you don't see anything along those lines carrying over the, um, the perception checks that you had a little bit earlier that would immediately throw up any red flags. And again, you are getting that sweet, salty air coming from a <laughs> well, sweet, salty. 
Yeah, sweet and salty. Yeah. The, the saltwater taffy air. Salt water over here, and there's sugar water over here, and they mingle in the Gulf, and they just send. A- and that's where Aslan is. <laughs> Love it. Anyway, you guys are, are making your way to the port. You can smell the, the air again. Even though the sun channels are uh, coming, you, you see the sun channels again. It is night. They don't have any of this natural light coming through. And um, you meet up at the, the point that you were going to meet Freya, Kynon, and Lynn at. And as you arrive, you see also uh, Isis, Zuri, and a man you guys haven't seen before um, with them, along with the, uh, the, the spare hover cycle. Fantastic. Let me quickly describe what this man looks like. Please do. In my notes that I must scroll through. Def, I'll take a crack at this. <laughs> what what do you see, Alex? He got a face. <laughs> He's standing by Kynon and Freya. We all He's Lynn's husband. <laughs> Perfect. You Looks can like tell a, by looking a man at the man. man. <laughs> like a, like a man. You, you ever seen a gingerbread man? <laughs> like that, but less gingerbread and more man. <laughs> more meat man. <laughs> Two arms, two legs, hopefully. Come drop one head. Well, I guess let's not take anything for granted. <laughs> anyway, just to add just a little bit of extra detail um, on that description, you see a, a tall, barrel-chested man with dark, wavy hair. He has an inner still stoi- stoicism to him that ah. um, meant you could mistake him for a statue if you weren't paying attention. Like, he is just stillness incarnate. On his right arm near his shoulder, you can see a tattoo of a gear with two pickaxes behind it. Hmm. And that is um, a man who you don't necessarily know, who you don't necessarily know is Roscoe, but you can assume is Roscoe by the fact that they were going to go get Roscoe. So you guys come up. We do have basic logic, yes. Frey and Kainan do know who Roscoe is. Ergo. Yeah, ergo. So uh, you guys come across um, these folks, and they they wave you down. You you pull up, and Isis speaks up and says, "All right, it looks like uh, you guys are good on your end. We were good on our end. Freya is looking um, has got someone who is willing to give us a passage to Lynn's estate. Is there anything else you guys want to do before we uh, get the fuck out of here? Yeah, let's book it." Yeah, my shopping yep. list is pretty pretty good actually, so I'm good. All right, I want my shit back. But <laughs> Alex doesn't have anything else on his shopping list. No, I I didn't have a list in the first place. All right, well let's go. And so you guys make your way out onto the docks, and this is the first time you guys you guys were near the port before, so you were able to smell this air and see a little bit more natural light than you normally were uh, deeper down in the tunnels. Um, but this is your first time actually seeing what the, the port looks like. It, it's not a, a port like you would see in a, a standard city like Philadelphia or Boston where you got large freighters and stuff like that. This is closer to like, like a marina or something like that. You don't expect – it doesn't push a lot of cargo in and out of these uh, because they're only really connected – to the tunnels themselves, you would probably assume that this is a little bit more black market area, 
but they're good with like smuggling certain things in and out, maybe getting food for people below. Um, you would assume a lot of supplies that the top side of Breeze gets actually comes from um, grav flyers and starships and stuff like that. So th- this is not uh, a big production, these docks. And as you come out, there there isn't a um, like ground that you guys come out onto. It is as soon as you step out into the open air, you are on the docks themselves. These things are built like... It is a cliffside into water. There isn't mm-hmm. a bank or anything that you guys step out onto. The docks themselves are, are pretty standard. They're not made of wood because there isn't any wood on um, Orisiame. Uh, there's no native biosphere. So the they're made of stone and metal. Mm. Nice. That's and nice. just a, a bunch of people coming back and forth, some people moving uh, cargo in and out of these similar uh, holes. There are multiple entrances to these docks, and obviously there are docks also on the other side of Breeze as well um, because there's two sides of the cliff face. So this mm-hmm. is just the, the what was this, the, the west port specifically. Um, and you guys start making your way closer and closer to the docks, and Freya speaks up and says, um, okay. Well, uh, we are met to meet with uh, Captain Smokey. He's a um, a bit of a uh, a character, but he is going to give us um, safe passage. He's done this before, and my family knew him. And please don't judge me. I am just calling this right now, guys. We're going to be pirates. I'm just throwing that out there right now. I don't know how it's going to happen because I'm pretty sure we're just on a river and not even on the open sea. But it is happening. We are being pirates. You know, <laughs> uh, due to the nature of the the geology and the geography of Orisiyama, most rivers do actually meet up with the ocean. Hell yeah, they do. So, um <laughs> This man hey, could very well. <laughs> I'm going to go up to Freya and say, yeah, knowing what I know about your family and nudge her with my shoulder. <laughs> they love pirates. <laughs> <laughs> and so you guys come up on a, a long barge. Uh, this is a very uh, long, short kind of deal. It doesn't have uh, a lot of stories to it. It mostly just, you put a bunch of things on the bed of it and then you go it, it's it's um it could be crewed by probably like a handful of people, and um, you see these barrels with um, radioactive what is that emblems yeah, or icons emblem. on them. So obviously they're transporting some radioactive waste away from breeze, and you come up to a man who I love. And <laughs> well, the last Not man you loved, we set his house on fire. We'll, but... see, we'll see if you yeah. set this man's boat on fire. You I, see a I ragged, bearded man with an eye patch and a captain's hat that sits slightly off kilter. What does a captain's hat look like, Jeff? Um, what are talking like a tri-corner tri- thing? Does it have like the little... More like, it's a fedora. More like <laughs> marine. So, okay. Um, the... Uh, Oh, I can't really describe it. So it's it's got the um the the black visor and then the white hat mm. that kind oh, of is a little bit yeah 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 like I get exactly what circular you're about. and then a, like almost like a cylinder like a big almost. general hat. 
Like Doug Dimmendome. Like vaguely, it's vaguely military, right? Yes. yes. No? Okay. Like you've got, it narrows. And then at the top, there's a like flat part that is wider than the rest of it. And it's like what Marines or Navy people wear as their dress. Yeah, that's exactly what like it is. Like a cap. Okay, I'm going to trust that you're describing a real thing. Yeah. That. Oh, yeah. Like the captain. This like the captain's a, hat. Like, captain's like not hat. a pirate hat, Sorry. just like ship captain. Yeah, he, does, he doesn't have I a pirate hat. I got locked really hard in pirate. Okay. I'm sorry. I needed a description to get no, me no, out no. of that. That makes sense. Let's this get is a that visual hat. medium. And he uh, smokes a pipe that looks like it was whittled from a rotten piece of wood. Because now, when it you say totally a was. pipe, are you talking like. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like a lead pipe? Please elaborate. <laughs> like a smoking pipe. I'm just shut up right now. Well, howdy, folks. Jeff, I'm Captain Smoke. Jeff, hey, no, no. <laughs> Jeffrey, I know. I know you love this man. <laughs> what? The girl, the girl, this guy, this man ain't it. <laughs> this man's on Guys, <laughs> I think we're going to have to murder somebody. I will. I will. I will. I will humor Jeff. Yeah, you know it he all. He is allowed. in love, all right? We're going to murder every man you if love. You, if you, I'm so. Captain Smokey. How's it going, y'all? Can, uh, <laughs> uh, Hi! <laughs> hey, Micah, uh, pleasure. Yeah, my friend Freya tells me you can get us where we need to go. Yeah, so we got these tubes, right? These um, these barrels with radioactive waste in them. Well, some of them we can put you in. Not the radioactive ones that actually have radioactive waste in it. The ones that don't. And so we'll, we'll get you out, and if anyone stops us, we'll just say, this is radioactive waste, and we'll open up one of the ones that has radioactive waste, and they, they won't like that. So we'll just fuck off. Sound good? This is assuming that the people, are they just looking for people, period, or are they looking for specific people? Well, I figured since you guys wanted to go out, like, quiet, like, it's, they might be looking for you. I'm going to give Freya a deadpan look. <laughs> <laughs> And and she just gives you like a shrug. I'm sorry. I would, yeah, I guess. Like I don't works. know what else to do. This guy can do what he's. This works. In yeah. in my head, I'm ready to make a joke about how I am radioactive waste. So it would all. Aww, but uh, these these barrels that we'll be in have they have they had the radioactive waste in them before? Oh yes, <laughs> but they've been cleaned. <laughs> Okay, hey. now you're drifting towards. <laughs> they're, they're getting close. Getting closer Glank. to Glank. Yeah. Well, howdy there. <laughs> there you go. No. I'm Captain Smokey. <laughs> this guy's worse. He's back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I am better than ever. Uh, I know. I said I, I have a, a bad voice right now, but I, I can't help but not do this voice. Lean in on that. Now we know why. <laughs> Jeff was like, <laughs> like what is it? What hours in the mirror, in the mirror. <laughs> which doesn't help for voices, but still, it's getting into character. He, he threw his head back at just the right angle, and the voice was forced out of him. You bought yourself a captain's hat, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's. Uh, how many barrels do you have? Uh, he he motions over, and there's probably on the order of fifty or a hundred barrels. Um, so the the whole idea is, um, without trying to explain this in that voice, he's a smuggler. He he takes <laughs> he takes things in and out, but he also does have a legitimate business of disposing of radioactive waste that is generated by breeze. Um, and so some of the barrels that he has are empty and that he stashes the, 
the things that he wants to smuggle in and out in those um, barrels. That's kind of the idea. Um, so the uh, uh, what he is suggesting you guys do is I'm going to stick you in these barrels until we get outside of the perimeter of Breeze, and then you guys can come out and we will hmm. take you to the location that you need to go. Yeah. You got any space for an ATV on this year ship? Well, certainly. We got a lot. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it went right back into it. Gosh, what are those? What's that race called? We've been in Orson uh, Torque. Um, Torque, thank Tork. you. Yes. Uh, yeah, I got to work on this. Yep. I will go into your barrel, you monster. Hop <laughs> <laughs> well, right into my barrel. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm um, wondering about, like, literally if Nona should just stay out. Because, like, if there's a boat, presumably there's a crew, and there's, as far as I can tell, no reason why anybody would know her on this planet. So I would remind you that you did, uh, you were the driver of the escaped psychics. As yes. to whether or not they were would be able to identify you is uh, you wouldn't be able to know that specifically. That's fair. I feel like the but you odds have been are a, low. It's and... possible you could be associated. So with if them. if uh, Nona voices this, Alex sure. Alex will go. Um, uh, well, unfortunately, a lot of ships do have charters. They have an idea of who should or shouldn't be on the ship. I know this for personal reasons. <laughs> uh, most always will want to stay stored away yeah i'll cut in also i mean cyril did like see you he knows what you look like so probably best safe you know okay in the radioactive barrels in the radioactive barrels yeah this is not a thing i'm worried about it just feels better for your safety if maybe someone is not in a barrel but i'm fine with also being in a barrel and um the man that you would assume is roscoe speaks up at that and says well, we're not being looked at by anyone. I know you just, well, except by Cyril, but Cyril ain't going to have a uh, perimeter around Breeze trying to keep us in. We're pretty much scot-free. If you'd like, we can keep an eye out for y'all. Watch my car. Boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have doors. <laughs> I know. That's what makes it better. It doesn't have a key. Toss the key. Is there a key? No, you just it press also a has launch codes. <laughs> those, are, those are for the Phoenix, though. No, I know. All right. I was kidding. All right. It was a humor it can It can fly. <laughs> this, this ground car, as I believe we explicitly have called it. Put me in your barrel, you strange man. <laughs> so this this man, he walks with a little bit of, of a limp and go, starts going towards a couple of the barrels and takes out a device that uh, effectively is a Geiger counter and is pointing it out the inside and <laughs> like, all right, this one's good. Hop on in. There sure are Geigers in there. There, there are no Geigers in here. Okay. Oh, God. Well... Don't worry, I poked some holes in the top so you can breathe. Oh, good. I'll go go first. He gives you a good pat on the back and just saunters over to uh, another barrel. And uh, Claire comes up to you, Micah, and says, So, um, getting in barrels, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yes. (laughs) Getting in barrels. Uh... Hopefully the trip isn't 
too long. We had short notice. Uh, Freya's got these weird connections, but it, it should work. Uh, just hang tight. I know you've kind of had a, a rough ride of it this last day. Just a little bit more, and we're going to get somewhere nice and safe. Okay, cool. All right. Um, well, here goes nothing, I guess. And she Nona uh, gets into a barrel. Gives Claire her laser pistol. Okay. She... <laughs> Claire has a laser pistol. Okay, she does. <laughs> yes. Okay. In in her bag. Revolver uh, also. Okay. What they, she they, they didn't completely disarm her. My bad. They did, but but in the form of take the backpack away and now she has no stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. Revolver also. Revolver ocelot, yeah. Freya uh comes up to you, Micah, and says, I'm sorry, he's a he's a friend of my mom's, and I just he <laughs> He Let's knows. Barrels. Nah, like throws us in barrels, and I. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, babe, it's all right. It's short notice. This uh, he can be as kooky as he wants. It's fine. All right. Well, let's just get in the barrels, huh? Great. Yep. Here we go. All right. And so I, I assume you are all just getting into these these various barrels. Yep. It is cramped they're not meant for people to really be in so you're kind of stuck in the the, the fetal position curled up these are, are fairly large barrels i'm trying to think of like you know the the big oil drums that are like 50 or 100 gallons or something mm, like that sure. that you can fit like an entire person in you can't stand up so your knees are like tucked up against your chest and as you all uh, get into your different barrels you hear uh captain smoky speak out and say, all right, I'll let you guys know when you're good to go. Thank you, Captain Smokey. Yep. All right. Captain Smokey sounds like <laughs> the announcer at any theme park ride. Yes. No, <laughs> no, 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 Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say it needs to be specifically mining theme. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Best hold on to your hat. Yeah, he's basically Hell a prospector. No. <laughs> so you guys, it, it's about... 10, 15 minutes after you feel yourself um, start to move that uh, you you feel yourself uh, slow down and you you hear a, a, a conversation. You can't quite make out all of the bits and pieces of it because you are in a <laughs> drum right now, but it, it sounds a little muffled and you can hear the piercing voice of Captain Smokey um, talking to what appears to be some sort of authority figure. She's like, well, so it's even right. That's about right. Can you guys all roll a uh, wisdom notice check to see if you can make? I out was what just about to ask I if I could do that. So thank you. Five. Oof. Check two. Nice. Nine. Double one. So uh, you guys can't really communicate right now. So Alex is the only one who really understands what's going back and forth here. He I'm got not... in the first barrel, the one closest to Old Smokey. <laughs> you did, yes. Yeah, you, you actually did. You were one of the first ones to get in. And what is being said right now, I won't do the whole conversation back and forth because that would Thank just you. be me speaking to myself. The, the general gist of the conversation is um, we... We're checking all all boats that go out. We need to check a couple of your things just to verify that um, everything is up in order. And Smokey's like, well, we never had to do this before. What are you doing? And it's like, you know, being kind of obtuse. 
Alex is um, like, this, this was part of the plan. Like, you knew this was going to... Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> he's an actor. I understand Just he's in the role. Silently judging from his barrel. Yep. And so uh, he he comes over to the, the barrels. Um, and Alex, you can hear this a little bit more clearly. And you can hear that they're taking out um, the Geiger counter. And it's clicking quite quite a bit at um, a, a barrel next to you. And it's like, well, I see you as we're fine. Just radioactive waste. I'm sorry to to bother you, sir. And you can go on your way. And then you hear the the voice trail off. And it's about five ten minutes after that that you hear Captain Smokey start banging on the drums on top of your head, saying, "It's all right to come out now." Oh, oh Jesus! Subtlety, Smokey. Subtlety. Subtlety is my middle name. Subtlety, what's it didn't Captain work. Subtlety, <laughs> Smokey. Captain, <laughs> Captain, Captain, Captain Subtlety, Smokey. Oh Jesus! Subtlety, is your, is your first name Captain? Get then? me out of here! <laughs> yeah, okay. We come out of barrels. Captain Dusty, oh, Subtlety, okay. Smokey. Smoke. Dusty, Smokey. <laughs> that's, All right, let's let's move on. We're done. That's enough. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> this is the end of our podcast. We have peaked. <laughs> Pulling the plug. Um, so you guys, he allows you guys to get out, and I assume you guys get out of the barrels 100%. unless you're really liking being in those barrels. No, that's you know, okay. You know what, Alex? Was <laughs> it, he, I, I live here now. Uh, there was a little bit of like the sensory deprivation, kind of nice right now. Not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Do, do you want us to put no, you back in no, the- Alex. no, it's okay. But he he. <laughs> Everybody else climbs out, and Alex is like standing in the barrel for just a little bit longer, and then he and then he steps out. We can get you one like for your room on the ship if you want. Uh, no, no, it's about closet sized anyway. <laughs> but he he did think about it for just a moment. He, yeah, he thought about it for that split 100%. second. One hundred percent. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't have anything personal in my room, so not, no, nothing. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, no, adding to the shopping list. Uh, yes, I am. We're Large. buying him a barrel. <laughs> All right, so where exactly are we out of the city just now? Well, we are on our way to a location that has been given to me by the, the fair Lynn right, over right. here. Um, so we are probably going to be about another 30 minutes before we get there. But uh, once we get there, you guys are uh, good to go. Okay, so we've got time. Freya, tell your mom I said hello. And she just. Oh, God, old boyfriend. She just <laughs> waves and says, uh-huh, yeah, mm. And you stepdad. Oh. <laughs> and you can just see her, like, the, the color drain from her face. Dear God, no, please. <laughs> All right. Nice. So, so you guys have some, you are outside of the, the perimeter of Breeze. You've effectively escaped there uh, as, as far as you're aware there would there'd be no reason for people to be on your tail right now you you've made it past any barricade that might need to be there and this one day has kind okay. of come to a wraps it, it is dark it is completely night you can see the stars above you it's actually fairly tranquil and the uh the the mouth of the river uh, that you guys are on has expanded quite a bit. Um, it, it's practically open water, but you can still see like mountains on either side of you as you go through, reminding you that Orisiame is just basically a planet of mountains and ocean. So there's not like 
light pollution. You just get this. Basically, so um, you'd probably be familiar with this, Alex, but Micah would be as well. Orisiyame, due to the nature of just this freak geology and the geography, it's very difficult to have big cities just in one, but also have them connected with one another quite heavily. So oftentimes the the people living on Orisiyame gather together at very specific points. So it's really just, it's not like you get suburbs and then rural areas. It You're either like in a city or in the wilderness. And then uh, occasionally there are large minor cities. Breeze is actually a, a smaller city um, on uh, Orisiame. Um, and then there's like smaller villages that um, Claire specifically said, like she lived in a village of probably like a couple hundred people. So that that's really what Orisiame looks like when it comes to people living. So once you get out of those cities, like there's really no way for people to find you, which also means it's easier for people to get lost or hidden. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Alex, for his part, is going to spend most of his time above deck. Um, whatever seating things they have, that's where he'll go. Uh, the exception is if Claire goes below deck or like, you know, exits line say. of sight, <laughs> Alex almost like subconsciously just kind of adjusts so that he can he can keep, keep an eye, eye on her like the whole time. Doesn't even really think about it, just does it. She hangs out quite a bit at the, oh, I'm going to make a fool of myself trying to. Bow is front. Bow, the <laughs> bow of the ship. It feels like bow should be the back, but is that the stern? Stern. All right. Mm-hmm. She sits at the bow of the ship as you go forward. Um, just looking up at the, the stars and sort of taking in the scenery. This is the first time that she has been back on Orisiyame, Um, and probably the first time that she's like had some freedom there in a while. So you're not really entirely sure where her headspace is, but she definitely seems to be soaking everything in. Um, Micah and Nona, what are you guys doing? I would like to check on each of my colleagues in order of how much they worry me. So uh, Claire's going to be first. first. Oh, Claire's first. Claire's going to be first. So first the motorbike. First the motorbike, (laughs) first the hoverbike. (laughs) Pet it. (laughs) So you you walk up to Claire and she's just sort of looking out uh, across the river and sees you approach her and says, Oh, hi, Nona. What's up? Are you well? Um... I'll be honest, uh, getting barehandled by Ursum is not, you know, the funnest thing in the world, but um, there was too many of them. I wasn't able to pull my gun in time. Um, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm all right. Better now. Is my understanding that after periods of trauma, people sometimes experience something known as PTSD. If you're experiencing signs of this, please let me know. She just gives you a thumbs up. And that's like, okay, <laughs> that's I, um, it. That's all I do. Yeah, I um, I'll, I'll I'll make sure to do that. Nona, thank you. I'm gonna go check in on Alex. And you Alex just is you straight up yeah. pivot. Like, you unceremoniously like just turn leave around and one hundred percent. Claire just is like, all right, okay, that, cool. that seems about right. Uh huh. <laughs> and you walk over to Alex. That is um a couple steps. Just a couple yeah. steps, like. Pretending not to listen, maybe, yeah. but um, definitely like, listening in. It's like five yards away <laughs> on another side of the bench, you know. Yeah. And you, you walk up to him. Alex, are you well? Nona, 
I'm oh, uh, I'm doing doing well as I have been recently. More information requested. How have you been recently? Uh, um, yeah, you see, when you ask these things, there is a, a kind of metric that varies from person to person. Um, sort. Uh, the personal metric or global metric? Both, and I will average the two? I don't know if that's exactly how it works. Um, he kind of like looks over at Claire for just like a little bit. No, no. Um, yeah, I think on both scales, it's, it's not good. <laughs> My dude. <laughs> <laughs> My dude. It's, um, yeah, it's, 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 very, yeah. Yeah, so you can average that to... Not good. Not good, mm. if they're both, yeah. Is there anything I can do to help? No, no. It's difficult, yeah. I, I don't know. How are you doing, Nona? I'm fine. Globally, personally? All systems functioning normally. Plus, I didn't get shot, which is nice. Yeah, Consider that on a global metric <laughs> for for a day. Somebody got to you and said, yeah, okay, I didn't get shot. Is that a good day? A bad day? If the best they can say is that they didn't get shot? I'm having a difficult time figuring out what the scale is for myself. I don't seem to have much variance, at least not as much variance as other people seem to have. There's these highs and lows that clearly others experience that I appear to be lacking. Is this a complete data set? These highs and lows? It's just, I'm assuming you don't have a lot of you or things people like you to go off of. Yeah, there is a lot of uncertainty in the data set. I will grant you that. Yeah. Mine too. Sorry, I'm writing things. <laughs> I was going to wait for an awkwardly okay. long time and then no. say, humans after traumatic experiences sometimes experience a thing known as PTSD. If you're experiencing any symptoms of this, please let me know. Yeah. Yeah. And then she just straight up leaves. <laughs> Going to check on Micah Going now? to check on Micah. You got check, that checklist. Check. You got you to gotta go through each one of we them. We had a to-do list. We did, yes. All right. So funnily enough, Micah's lying down, splayed out on the deck, maybe on like the other side <laughs> of the deck here, but like definitely still in earshot of both of those conversations. Yeah, I'm she just hears Nona's footsteps like, oh no. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking up at the stars. Uh, like it's been it's been a bit since I got I'm to see new the stars friends, out here. Damn it, I'm doing my best. Hey Nona, I hear as as she walks over. Micah. Are you well? <laughs> I ask uh, as you lay upon the deck. I am not suffering from the PTSD, Nona. Mm. Uh, I'll I'll let you know. I think we did good today. I mean, there's a lot of things that could be better, but everyone's more or less in one piece. No we, one died. We, we made it out. No one died. That you know, n none of our people died. Mm. We killed some bears. This is true. And some silence operatives. Oh, yeah. That was today. 
Yeah, it totally was, wasn't it? That was in the morning. When did, <laughs> when did that was in that? the afternoon. Oh, my bad. Sorry, it's evening now. Is that we got full. Oh no, wait. That was at night because the, the guy the showed up with the moon behind him, remember? Oh, I forgot uh, about that. You're totally right. This has been a long guy. ass night. Yes, this has been a yeah. long ass night. Wait, day. was the moon dude here? Was that on this planet? Was that, <laughs> <Yeah>. on- <laughs> that, was, that was on this planet. Oh, that was Jesus. during our wait, car wait, chase. You, That's you crazy. You were, I actually don't know if we've informed the others about that yet. There's oh, yeah, been no. a bit. That's true. No, yeah. I, I assume that there's been just some general sharing of information, kind of like a um, <laughs> debriefing. It's like, what the fuck has been happening today yeah. going on? One yeah. thing that I would like just to point out to remind both um, David, I, I'm not sure if you've forgotten, you probably haven't, but as well as just the general audience, Alex... As you guys got there, took a drug by the name of Wide Awake Serum. He's not sleeping anytime soon. No. Oh, yeah. Which allows you not to need sleep for like seven days. A week, yep. There's only been like, this has one been one day. day. Yeah. It's true. Wait, I can't remember. Were we aware of that? No. 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 Okay, I didn't think so. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Secret drugs. Yeah. He had not slept for about a week on the spike drive over and then woke up one day and seemed fine. Great. Yeah. So I'm just kind of unwinding lying on the floor and I'm going to kind of yell out to some of the others like, Hey, Claire, you did good kid. Don't, don't beat yourself up about how things went. Everyone's in one piece. That's what matters. Okay. I don't, I've been more of a distraction than a contributing member. And I know you're saying, don't worry about it, but I'm trying to do better. I will point out that is true of the others as well at some points in the process. You have contributed overall to the goals of the group. And sometimes people don't always contribute, but that's okay. You appear, as far as I can tell, to be net positive. Yep. Thanks, Nona. <laughs> Everyone's working Max. progress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're doing good. And Alex, we're here for you if you, I know you probably don't want to talk, but we've got your back, all right? I'm just going to keep on looking at the stars. <laughs> so um, remind me, uh, Philip, has Micah talked to the, the, the rest of the, the group around uh, what you learned about the Zethra group and all of that? Is that something that you've debriefed them on? Um, things were pretty hectic. So I think that I told Zuri, uh, probably when we first met up in the hideout, but otherwise, no, not me personally. Do you think, uh, I, um, I'm going to say that ISIS would probably, um, pull you aside and, and talk to you specifically about some of these things. We don't have to RP it exactly because this mm-hmm. is information that we already know. You're familiar. The Zethra group is working closely with the Children of Silence, delivering some elements that seem to be a part of some weapon of some kind. And they are specifically getting this from a uh, an, an asteroid field in, I think, the Panipola system. Uh- Oh, I maybe my autocorrect messed it up. Okay. Oh, it, it, I have the Polo Planet. Is that part of the Penny Pill? What uh, system? The Polo, which is the planet. Yeah, the planet the Polo. Penny Polo. In, 
Okay, yeah. Got it. There. <laughs> Maybe these names pa, 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 pa. were uh, randomly generated and I didn't have any say as to what they were. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, All right, yeah. Which so is just a, um, it, it, it is a single spike drill um, away. Uh, and so you, you know where they're probably getting this stuff from. You don't know exactly where it is. You have an idea of the local, um, the area in which it's happening because there's been disputes around the um, the harvesting rights effectively mm-hmm. around that area, specifically with the polo. So it's in the vicinity of the, the planet of the polo. Hmm. Um, so you're giving that information to the, the rest of your crew and you're talking about that. Um, while all of this is happening, Alex, you're you're still on like the, the side of the ship, just keeping an eye out for Claire. Yeah, looking around, looking mm-hmm. at Claire. You, um, Kynon, um, just briefly uh, seems to excuse himself from the conversation mm-hmm. that's happening over there, and doesn't really walk directly at you. Walks sort of to the side, um, a couple of feet away, and just stares out onto the um, the river as well. And you just hear him say, do you remember me? Yeah. So I see you um, are in a different place now than you were back then. Um, Look, I don't want to have this conversation go on longer, any longer than you do. Um, I can see how you care about those other guys is, is Micah as well. So, um, and I don't have to be a telepath to know that, but yeah. Um, just, there have been things that I've done in my past as part of war that um, I've been fighting long enough to know that it happens on both sides. So let's not discuss it or what happened, but just because I have chosen to forgive and forget, you got a couple of people there that um, might want to know what's up and might want to hear it from you rather than through other means. I'm not going to say anything, but got a telepath there and got Micah who's not so bad at understanding people herself. So, yeah. And if you aren't going to do anything, He's just going to lean up from the side of the, the ship and walk away. Do you say anything to him? No. Um, any more uh, conversations that people want to have? Is there any conversations around sharing of information that um, that would have maybe not been given? So obviously at one point, Micah was aware that Alex saw someone that he knew, which is what caused Claire to leave and for them to realize that it was a trap. I don't think that this information has been shared as to who this person was. Um, I'm trying to remember if there's anything else that uh, are just general questions that have been up in the air about. I think that's the biggest one. I'll tell I'll tell everybody about Moon Person. Yeah, because you're the only one who saw Moon Person. It's true. Their mm. name is Moon Person currently. Mm. <laughs> Moon Man. I just saw a flying eye beam and wasn't pleased about it. Yeah, I know. I was like 
I was solving it, okay? Give me another turn. I would have <laughs> solved this problem on my own. So anyone going to act on anything else? No. I mean, I think I I remember, obviously, that there was this thing with Alex and Claire, but I'm going to let it lie for tonight. I'm not going to start a whole thing. That's completely fair. So after getting outside of Breeze, there's just been this general calm. It's just been waves going against um, the, the sides of the mountains on either side, as well as just flowing water. Um, and then the occasional piercing scream of Captain Smokey yelling out Dude, different yeah, orders. <laughs> that that wonderful man constantly smoking from his rotting pipe. Um, I think that if we're just sort of sitting around instead of doing the sort of like admire the landscape thing that and contemplating stuff people seem to do, uh, I do, I believe, have a space laptop on me. Um, I I have a longer term goal of creating basically a program that can run on people's compads to assuming you're like in a cell network, be mm. able to track them. Basically space find find my phone. I see. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's a thing one can just turn on or if it's a thing that needs to be created, but if there's any sort of administrative setup, I'm going to do that. You know what? I, what I'm going to say is, um, yeah, this. I you have. What's your program? Lot. Yeah, I figured as much. Uh, I've got a plus one on program. Yeah. So what I'm going to say is, you can you can make that. It's pretty mm-hmm. trivial to make and add to the phones. What I will mm-hmm. say is, obviously, uh, in order for this to work, um, there effectively needs to be compad service. Yeah. That, so that in the middle of wilderness, this isn't going to work. I'm but say if somebody was tr- theoretically trapped in the middle of a city in a random house, you'd somewhere. be able to locate them. Yes, cool. or you would be able to locate oh, yes. their phone. One hundred percent. That's fine. If the question comes up whether you'd be able to tell, like, find them on the other side of the planet, I might need to. Figure yeah, out. we can. We can discuss we can hash that. But, out. but at the very least, within, like, like the city. I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm putting it on everybody's phone if so I you're can. So you're, you're tip-tapping away. I, on I some... will design this thing, market it, trademark it. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, eventually, as you guys are all just sort of taking this moment to let out a deep breath, you hear um, Captain Smokey scream out over the um, the intercom. Land ho! What did you just call me? Oh, <laughs> God damn it, Smokey. Also, we're about to die. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you can't really uh, see it right now because it's quite dark. Um, but you do see the the light that sort of radiates from this this place. And all along what I aren't really banks because there's just sheer face uh, cliff faces next to them. Uh, you do see a um, a bank, uh, a um, area that is lower that goes down into the water, that is tucked in between these two um, tall cliffs. So it, it's I'm trying to figure out the best way to describe it. Effectively, it's just like a little alcove that goes in between these two cliffs, this this ravine, and you see light coming in from it. And as you guys are pulling closer and closer in, you can get a better feel about what's within this ravine. And so you can see it's it's sloped all the way up towards the back of um, what eventually comes to a large mansion. 
And the mansion seems to be created from bricks and stone from the uh, accompanying uh, the sides of the mountain themselves. It's fairly nice. You see um, lights coming on up the slope and to the um, to the mansion itself. You see a bunch of I wouldn't say ramshackle, but they they don't appear to be uh, like super nice homes. They just sort of dot the the road that leads up to it. And as you get closer and closer still, you can see a a dock that's adjacent to this um, bank. You can also see into the sides of the cliff face itself, there appear to be uh, homes dug out of the cliff face very very clearly, uh, or Simeon um, architecture, how they dig into these cliff faces oftentimes rather than use wood or something to build up something. So you can tell just by how everything looks that the estate part of it, the the mansion, was is old um, and has been maintained since then. And everything else seems to have been fairly newer um, and created from that. And... Um, Lynn speaks up and that and says, uh, uh, we're here. So, uh, you guys pull up to the side of these docks and start departing every, everyone, both Roscoe, Lynn, the, the entire, uh, Micah's group, as well as all of you guys. And Smokey waves you goodbye as he goes back and, to dump that radioactive waste wherever he dumps that radioactive waste. It's literally, you can see it from here. It's about 50 <laughs> feet west. That green pile the pushes water. it off into the water. Uh, <laughs> What's <was> that, man? <laughs> Some fish just slowly like, float to the surface. They have three have eyes. Three eyes. <laughs> Two heads. Oh, and Lynn speaks up and says, um, so we are uh, here. Welcome to the... Um, the Calvin estate. Um, so I just want to say um, we, we can probably look and find a couple of uh, places for you guys to stay for the night. I understand that you're going to need to go back and get your um, your ship, but we should probably talk about that in the morning. Um, try, I, I was talking with Isis. Uh, she is going to have a couple of people stop by from, I believe, the... Um, the acolytes to maybe talk about <laughs> some things, but um, try and keep the number of people uh, who know about this location to um, uh, a minimum. Keep the music down. No crazy parties. Got it. I mean, uh, you can <laughs> throw crazy parties. There's really no one nearby. That the nearest uh, town is quite a ways away. I'm going to say no to the crazy party, please. Okay, I'm gonna go to bed um, and talk with my husband. So <laughs> nice meeting you all. Uh, thank you for not shooting me. Um, and I no will problem. see you tomorrow. Um, yeah. After I show you to your houses, right? Um, here, here we go. And she starts walking off. Is not shooting a per like not being shot a thing you should thank other people for? Because if so, I've no. got so many people to thank. <laughs> I, mean, I feel rude. It, it Personal metrics, Nona. <laughs> You know, yeah. most people you don't have to, but it, it really depends. You know, that is fair. Our group does have a proclivity for shooting people. Very don't low, we? very low metric. Mm. Good point. So she shows you to a couple of uh, little cottages um, that are also made out of the adjoining cliff sides, and you can tell that it seems like the um, 
the materials that was removed from the cliffside in order to make one residence was then used as building materials for the this freestanding residences. And so you get one of those. It's a, it's a small cottage, but it has everything that you need. It has a couple of bedrooms. It has a couple of, um, well, it has a latrine because I don't no, They don't have a sewer system. You know what? I'm going to allow them to have a sewer system. They have a, they have two bathrooms. Two, uh, you know what? It's <laughs> two full un- baths. It, it's two and a half baths. It, yeah. We have two and a half baths. Wow. There's a rec room behind. So, you, you know, you can always just like send the kids off there this and then you can meet with your- This is a cottage. There's a pool, but can there's I a have it? a nursery maybe. <laughs> there's an fire trash can. <laughs> Um, <laughs> your, par- your parking space is on a mountain. Yeah. Yes. And you have to park all of your cars in a line such that when you want to get your car out, everybody else needs to move. You're at the back. But still, it has the off street parking. But the Very schools good. are great. Oh, you can it. walk anywhere. <laughs> and there's even apparently far away <laughs> Guys, I think I'm jealous of my RPG character. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you guys have uh, a nice residence that is just for the, the, the four of you. And uh, that's where you guys get left for the night. Cool. Um, so are you guys just going to retire for the night? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to hit the hay. I'm going to continue working on my app in a very discreet way. Okay. Unless it's finished. In that case, I'm going to go research some other stuff. Alex, are you just Alex, going to pretend to go to bed? Alex is going <laughs> to go into his bedroom for a couple hours um, until he thinks that other people are asleep. And then, assuming he can find like a, a, a lone like, space cigarette somewhere <laughs> in the house, he's going to go and have a smoke. Interesting. Could I roll? It's not going to be good, and I'm not actually uh, going to know. Notice check to yeah, see if, if you... I could do a wisdom yeah, notice check on that, because you'd probably be hanging out in the like living area, which you'd probably Ish. have to go. I think I'm still going for the other people don't know I'm robot, so I'd oh, probably so be in, in room. my room, but like probably listening for something. Yeah, roll, I think it would be roll a... wisdom notice check. Yeah, so if uh, if and we got into the house at like the equivalent of midnight or something, Alex gets out at like two, three in the morning. Can you also do me a favor? I want this to be an opposed check. Can you roll a dex sneak check, please? Dex sneak. No. What'd you get? Roll 2d6 and get the normal. I don't think he's good at sneak or dex. I mean, yeah. (laughs) That's uh, two ones and a minus one. For a no, total notice of one. No, no, you, you notice. Yeah, Alex is fully <laughs> expecting everybody to be asleep. So he like comes out. <laughs> Slam in the fridge. Like oh, already like lighting like a, a cigarette. So you do hear this if you want to act any on hearing someone. You don't know who opened the yeah. door. You just hear a door open and close in a couple of footsteps as they um, walk out of oh, the house. And then here specifically, Alex stub his toe. I'm I'm 100% going to go check on that. To put that fucking chair there. So, <laughs> Alex, you're you're outside. Made of stone. <laughs> Everything's made it, of stone. There's no wood. Doors stone. Stone. There's, there's no wood on Orisiami. There's no native biosphere, so any wood needs to be imported from another planet. Oh, I'm so glad we burned down that smarmy <laughs> fairy house. Yeah. House we burned down. Good. So no, no, you you walk out to find Alex having a smoke outside of the house. All of the most of the lights um, in this. Town, I would guess you would call it, or a state that has been turned into a town, 
is uh, mostly out and there doesn't appear to be anyone up and about other than you guys. Cool. I'm going to just walk over into the general vicinity such that he sees me at like chill. <laughs> Are you going to do the exact same thing that you did before? Like, <laughs> I know you're having feelings, so I'm just going to exist in your area. More or less, yes. I found it to be rather um, effective so far. Mm-hmm. I think I think you see Alex like kind of squatting on like a lone like boulder or something. Mm-hmm. And you go over to like the very edge of his vision and he'll, he still like takes like two <laughs> drags of a cigarette. And then like when you see a cat that's just staring at you, <laughs> like out of the corner of your eye, he just kind of does this double take where he's like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and like the cigarette just like, he just grinds it against the, the boulder and legs fast. You're, you're up. Uh, As are you. Do you have to sleep? No. I'm surprised no one's noticed this Did before. I, I think we might have talked about it. How's it going? More or less the same as it was. Do you not need to sleep? Would you believe me if I said no? It's not a lie. <laughs> Ugh. Humans are very different from what I was expecting. What were you expecting? A lot more attempting to kill me at first. But I did a bit more research. There's a larger variety, I think, than is represented in the things I have read. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, um, you have to adjust a little bit. You have to realize that the things you read only mention the extremes most of the time. Think about all of the other people that they must have passed going about the business on their adventures. It's a lot of them. We appear to live a life of extremes. This past day, for example. Yeah. Yeah, you could definitely make a story. <laughs> I should not have stamped out a cigarette. It's just kind of like totally knee-jerk reaction. I might, um, I might try to find another one. I was going to say, it doesn't actually bother me. It's, I don't need to breathe. Right, yeah. No breathing, no sleeping. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I have access to a lot more time than others do. Because I don't need to sleep. It's very efficient, but sometimes having to pretend that you, you need to sleep is limiting. Hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't know. How long did you wait before coming out here? Kind of like looks <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, um, you know, I played a couple games of Angry Birds. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag sponsor. <laughs> um, I did some Microsoft soft solitaire. <laughs> oh, the pinball game. <laughs> the pinball game about astronauts. Space pinball. Space pinball. There you go. I don't know. I don't know. What time is it? Do we have what? What's our time look like? What does what does time look like in space, Jeff? I'm glad you asked. Oh God! <laughs> so it it depends. It it's. Uh, I actually thought about this. So each planet has its own day night cycle, obviously. But in order to try and uh, best 
what's the, what's the right word? Um, synchronize. Synchronize uh, the different planets and people um, going back and forth. There's uh, there's Terran time. Sure. Um, so there's. You would make it Earth based. <laughs> I it it is an extension from the Terran mandate, which mm-hmm. sort of tried to standardize this sort of thing. Um, I, I have actually written up exactly what like a Terran week and um, month sort of looks like. It's not as stupid as the one that we have with like 365 <laughs> days. Oh, I see. Um, but basically the Terran mandate would try and terraform a, a planet such that it had a similar day-night cycle mm. Um, mm. as Earth. Because obviously humans are meant to have certain amount of times-ish. Like they, they can, they're flexible, but they, they want to get a certain amount of sleep and stay awake a certain amount of time. So they terraformed uh, the livable planets at the very least to try and be kind of similar. So at the very least, there would be a local time mm-hmm. that would really, it wouldn't count any days or anything like that. It would just be like, it's, Here's where you are on the day-night cycle for this specific planet. And then exactly. for dates and other stuff that you have to synchronize on, you would use Terran time. Exactly. Makes sense. Um, awesome. And I, I have that written down somewhere because I've thought too much about some parts of it. It sounds like you thought the correct amount. <laughs> this question anyway, was always coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, effectively, it is a dead middle of the night, maybe a little bit past dead middle of the night um, right now where you guys are. Um Orisiyama has a pretty standard day-night cycle, which would be about around 24 hours, maybe 25 hours. Sure. I'm going to give the time both in local time and according to to (laughs) Terran time. Pretty much, more or less. Yep. That's very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's early. Um, So I guess I found a way to not have to sleep for a little bit. And I don't, do you, do you feel tired? Do you physically get tired? No. Right, well, it's, um, it's not good. You're running on low energy. Um, so a lot of your functions slow down and at the same time, others counterintuitively speed up. Or maybe they stay the same and everything else is just so slow you can't really, you know, the things that drown out other things are not working as well. Um, so I found a way to stay awake and as far as I can tell, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not tired. And when I'm not tired, some things are a lot easier. Um, so that's why I'm out here. That's why I'm not sleeping. This seems strictly superior to the normal awake sleep cycle. Should we tell the others about this? No. No, there's only so many times you can do it. Um, And we should save that for, I don't know, the final boss. (laughs) How is staying up going to help you against Space Kraken? (laughs) Got to prepare. Batman Batman always wins if he has preparation. No preparation time. (laughs) Were you doing anything special? I'm not completely sure why, but I've noticed that sometimes, well, the best way to put this is, is you appear to have some attachment to Claire. Okay. 
I believe I have a similar level of attachment to you and Micah, most likely due to the amount of time I've spent in your close proximity. And Claire missing was very inconvenient. I don't like that. I've been working on a plan to make sure that if we get separated again, it is much easier to reunite if one so desires. I see. It's, it seems easier in groups. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. I have a question that I've been thinking about since we talked earlier on the boat. Um, let's say Claire goes missing again. And during that time, you, you find something out about Claire or, or she does something that adjusts your image of her. What happens to your first image of Claire? Is it gone just forever? And, you know, you go with the new one and and that that becomes her? The, everything she's done? Everything, you know? What happens to the one you knew before you find this new thing? I can't speak for anybody else, but the way I experience my interactions with people is in two different sets. There's the events that I personally experience that exist in my memory in full detail. I can remember traveling on the ship with the rest of you. I can remember these actions that we have done together. And then there are also facts about people that exist that are filed more in the sense of a, a data entry that you would read somewhere. The facts that are filed are good to know, but don't necessarily impact the image memories. They're just facts that can maybe later be taken out for useful information. At least that's how I work. It's good to know how you work. I've been thinking a lot about it recently. Yeah, me too. Okay, um, I'm going to try to find that cigarette. Maybe also have water. Can never have enough water. <laughs> <laughs> Hydration is good. I Hydration is key. Very important. <laughs> Do you want to join me? Sure. Okay. So you guys go off in search of water and cigarettes. cigarettes. Water and cigarettes. 100%. <laughs> And, um, so I, are you guys going to continue conversing throughout the night? Um, are you going to eventually retire Alex? Or are you guys just going to be up when everyone else gets up? I think, I think that's the most talkative Alex will be that night. Um, he'll keep hanging around, but is just kind of mostly a silent companion as Nona does whatever programming she wants to do. We right. both go chill in the living room and... I'm on my computer the entire time. But it's not an uncomfortable silence, mostly because Nona does not know what an uncomfortable silence is. Yeah, you just hang out uh, in in the same vicinity as each other, not necessarily interacting, but just... Chilling. Yeah, chilling. Yeah. 
and um, the sun slowly uh, rises and you can see the, the light start to peak up above the, um, the, the cliff sides. And eventually you hear some rummaging um, and moving around upstairs coming from Micah and Claire. And so that awful day with so much stuff is finally over and in the past. And that is where we're going to end today's episode. Uh, did you did it! You did it! You, did it. you survived a single day! Fucking Aresio! Micah slept so well, it feels like I haven't had arrested three months. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic.